St Andrews does not do nativity plays. St Andrews does instead amazing, creative, Mike Gibson, full-scale nativity productions. And last week was no exception. The toys in a toy shop are told there will be no nativity play. And so they put on one themselves. Woody was the director and a Tyrannosaurus Rex was his co-producer. Behave yourselves because he may be here among us today. Barbie, predictably, was Mary, although she was not impressed when she found out that her husband, Joseph, was to be played by Mr. Potato Head. The angel Gabriel was Buzz Lightyear. The innkeeper was a penguin. The sheep were played by the three pigs. And the wise men were three aliens. Oh, and the baby Jesus was made from Lego. Toys allow us to imagine another world. With toys, the impossible can happen. They can travel through space, they can speak, they can even put on nativity plays. With toys, there are almost no boundaries. You can do with them what you want. Pigs can be sheep. That's very 21st century. And you can make a baby out of Lego. The only limit to what toys can be or do is the limit of our imagination. But as we grow older, the worlds that we imagine collide with what others tell us is the real world. And the big kids tell the smaller kids not to be so stupid. And so toys and those other worlds that we once cherished are discarded. They're left lying at the bottom of the wardrobe and they are forgotten and our imagination shrinks. Well, the nativity story, Christmas, points us to another world. It's a story about the birth of a baby and like most births, it's about new life, hope and a future. But it is more than that. This is a story in which boundaries are broken and the impossible happens. A virgin gives birth, even if in the world of obstetrics and gynaecology today, that is a bit passé. People are led by ancient prophecies and dreams. An angelic choir appears to shepherds. And a diplomatic envoy is guided by a star. And of course, the nativity, like the toy, is for children. Away in a manger, no crib for a bed, the little Lord Jesus lays down his sweet head, the stars in the bright sky look down where he lay, the little Lord Jesus asleep on the hay. It's just play, imagination. And of course, the big kids tell the smaller kids not to be so stupid and to grow up. But just for a few minutes, I invite us to become little kids again. I invite us to imagine, what if? What if the story is true? What if there is a God? 
What if 2,000 years ago the God of the universe beyond space and time was born in space and time as a human baby? What if in his love for us God chose to communicate with us, to meet with us by becoming one of us? What if this God wants to make us know that it is not just the rich and beautiful and famous and powerful and brilliant who matter to him, but also the people at the bottom, the helpless baby, the refugee, the social outcast, the victim of political tyranny, the night shift worker. This is the caste who make up the heroes of the first nativity? What if there is another world that is bigger and beyond the world of things that we can see, feel, hear, touch or smell? What if there is a world beyond matter? And what if that world occasionally does break into this world when the unexplainable and unpredictable and unrepeatable happen, and the eternal kisses the temporal. What if it is possible to know God, to know God as a loving, heavenly parent, father, for those who are concerned about these things, father can be bigger than gender. Not to understand God, but to begin to know God, to glimpse what he delights in, love, truth, mercy, humility, justice and rightness. And what if he can come and live in us so that we begin to share in what he delights? And what if death is not the end? What if there is a judgment not based on how good or bad we've been, or how religious or irreligious we've been, but based on how radically honest we have been, prepared to be about our human mortality and failings, and on whether we have been prepared to humble ourselves, to receive divine mercy, divine forgiveness, and his life. I know that the older kids among us will tell the younger kids not to be so stupid. There are very few committed atheists. It's hard to commit yourself to a negative. But there are many people, probably many people, if if I am honest, who, who come along regularly to church, who just don't know. So for all of us, Christmas, the nativity story, gives us the opportunity to stop and think, to imagine a world without God, and to imagine a world with God. To imagine a world when God touches us. In the silver chair, the sixth in the Chronicle of Narnia series, written by C.S. Lewis, Prince Rillian, Eustace, Pole, and Puddleglum. Puddleglum is a marsh wiggle. That, if you don't know the books, probably is no help to you. But he is your ultimate pessimist. They have been trapped in the evil witch's underground enchanted caves. 
It is dark and gloomy. There is no singing and laughter. And they're forgetting that there is such a thing as the world that is above, that there are such things as the sun or stars or ocean or rivers or grass. They have a vague memory of them, but it is fading fast. And then suddenly Puddleglum, who realises he's been enchanted, chooses to put his foot in the fire and burn it in order to bring himself back to his senses. And through the pain, he speaks up. One word, ma'am, he said to the witch. Suppose we have only dreamed or made up all those things, trees and grass and sun and moon and stars and Aslan. Aslan is the great lion, the ruler of Narnia. Suppose we have... Then all I can say is that in that case the made-up things seem a good deal more important than the real ones. Suppose this black pit of a kingdom of yours is the only world. Well, it strikes me as a pretty poor one. And that's a funny thing when you come to think of it. If you're right, we're just babies making up a game. But four babies playing a game can make a play world which licks your real world hollow. That's why I'm going to stand by the play world. I'm on Aslan's side, even if there isn't any Aslan to lead it. I'm going to live as like a Narnian as I can, even if there isn't any Narnia. So I would ask you, not to so quickly and easily discard the nativity story. And for this Christmas, I invite you to become like children, to scrabble again at the bottom of the wardrobe and to find the old discarded toys and to play, to imagine and to think, what if, what if, this story is true. What if God loved us enough to come as one of us, to be born as a baby? What if all this talk of the kingdom and rule of God, of the forgiveness of sin, uh, and the need that no longer you need to prove yourselves, of a purpose and destiny in life, of the Holy Spirit to come and live in us and change us and make us beautiful on the inside? What if the possibility of friendship with Jesus, of intimacy with his Father in heaven, of the hope of heaven, what if, what if this is actually true?